Welcome to Alive to Give Life, the online teaching ministry of Pastor Pascal Ngwe. Pastor Pascal is the senior pastor of Alive City Church. He is a seasoned and anointed teacher of the Word of God. As you listen to this message, get ready for a complete turnaround in every area of your life. Now, let's join the message already in progress. I'm going to start talking up from tonight about very, very important points which I'll be teaching the whole year. Tonight, let's talk about growing through meditating. Growing through meditating. We're going to pray a lot tonight, so prepare yourself. During the week, we don't pray much, but Friday is prayer day. And I'll be leading you in prayer the whole night, so prepare yourself. Okay? First thing to note, guys, is that growth is not an accident. Growth we're talking about explosive growth. Growth is not an accident. Growth doesn't come because at the end of every service, you say the grace. And you say, 2019, my year of explosive growth. I'm rising higher. I'm reaching further. I'm doing more for God. Growth doesn't come because you are saying that. Do you understand? Growth is not the result of accident. You can say that statement the whole year and nothing changes. I'm telling you right now. How many of you want to grow? Growth is very intentional. Very what? You see, the theme God gave us for this is a very, very strong thing. You will see for yourself. But it requires for you to become a different person. Growth is not the result of chains. Like, oh, I don't know how it happened, but all of a sudden things are growing in my life. You know, I'm praying more. All of a sudden I love the word of God more. All of a sudden my business is flourishing. All of a sudden, you know, my cell is growing. There is nothing like that. I've told you before, when you ask any person who plays golf, they will tell you. The ball, that word golf ball, wants to go everywhere when you hit it that ball is ready to go anywhere except in the hole. Do you understand? For you to get that ball inside the hole, it's not chance. It's not accident. In other words, for you to fulfill your goal of having the ball inside the hole takes a lot. We don't grow because it is the year of explosive growth. I kept seeing pictures towards the end of the year of these guys with bricks waiting for a pastor somewhere and they're saying, we are waiting for the pastor who said this was my year, this and this and that. And I said to people, why are you waiting for the pastor with three bricks to beat him? Or, Look, the pastor, the pastor is not in charge of what happens with your life. Like after maybe December, you guys gang around somewhere there by South Village and you are waiting for me with some bricks. It's the pastor said this was the year of, this was the year of explosive growth. We never saw any growth. So we need to show him that he must stop lying. It is not just because the pastor is a declaration. God told the Israelite, I have a land for you where milk and honey is flowing. Let's come out of here and let's get there. As you know the records, only two of that initial group entered. The rest died in the desert for 40 years. God himself, God is the greatest prophet ever. He prophesied that they were all going to enter. Only two, Joshua and Caleb made it. Everybody else was born in the desert. There is no accident. And you know, we need to come out of that vibe. Explosive growth. Explosive growth vibe. 
we need to understand that this does not happen by itself. Growing is personal. There is nothing corporate about growth. There's nothing corporate about growth. If I'm charging my battery, your battery will not charge. If my battery is flat and your battery is flat and you are charging your battery, just because your battery is being charged next to my battery doesn't mean my battery is going to get charged. There is nothing corporate about growth. Growth is personal. So please come out of the vibe. Come out of this vibe where you are just claiming things you do not understand what's going on. Until I am committed to certain things, growth can't happen. Because growth is not the result of change or the result of just talk. I heard of a man who kept saying, I will be great. I will be great. I will be great. I will be great. He died. When he died, they wrote on his tombstone, he was meant to be great. So I also want you to understand that confessions are good that confessions alone leads to frustration. Confession without adequate action leads to eternal frustration. You can continue confessing my year of explosive growth, my year of explosive growth. I believe it's your year of explosive growth. But if we don't sit down and start taking full responsibility of what is going to cause the growth, personally, we can be in the same church, we are not the same. I've told you that many times before. 100 children in the same classroom, they don't get the same marks, even though they hear the same teacher. You shall do well. You will be among the few that will make it this year. I say you will be among the few that will really grow this year. Among the few whose life will become a wonder this year. I see you in that group. I see you in that group. Are you from what I'm saying? Growth is personal. Personal. In other words, if I'm not working on anything, let me not expect anything. It's our year of explosive growth. Stop saying that. Say, it's my year. If you look at my, 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 my WhatsApp, say, I didn't say it's our year of I said my year because I'm taking my responsibility over that year. If I don't do what I'm supposed to do this year, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to be done. It's my year of explosive growth. The areas of growth that are required in your life are not the same in his life. So if I don't make it personal, I will not be able to properly appraise the areas of work required. I will continue shouting my year of explosive growth and not addressing the growth in my life. I will continue shouting 2019, 2019, 20, and it's good, guys, don't get me wrong. I want us to say it but I also want us to do what is required. Don't sit around and watch the year pass you by. We are already on the 11th of January. Today is the 11th of January. I don't know whether you've read any book yet. I don't know whether your prayer life has increased one inch. I don't know where the growth has started. Where is, ask your neighbor, where is the growth? Where is the growth? What have you done differently between January 1st and January 11th? What have you changed? What has changed? 
So if you are not changing personally, but you keep saying, I, because you are, you are sometimes in the air, I say, yeah, the growth is going to come. There'll be some growth. I don't know which growth, but there'll be some growth. I believe there'll be some growth this year. Isaiah, our prophet said it's a year of, of explosive growth. Isaiah, your mouth like a lizard. If you think that just because somebody said it's the year of explosive growth, you will just grow. Growing is fighting stagnation. It's a fight. You are fighting the spirit of stagnation. You are fighting gravity. The force of gravity is activated on earth. Anything that is trying to go up must come down. Nothing can just be rising up. I am rising higher. As I'm rising higher, my greatest enemy is gravity. Gravity wants to pull me back down. Bishop Oyedepo said that it, you can tow a car. You can even tow a truck. You cannot tow a plane. A plane, if you see a plane up there, is there by itself. You cannot tow it up there. So no one can tow you to the stars. If you will rise, it has to be you working. No one can tow you up. On the ground here, we can pull you. But to rise, it is your personal effort. It is your personal work. You putting in the work. You putting in the work. It is what will cause your life to start rising. Until that is done, a hundred planes can be at the airport. It is the plane that will ignite itself, get on the runway, start doing the normal routine, that will finally take off. I see you taking off in Jesus' name. I say you are taking off this year in Jesus' name. You are taking off. You are taking off. You are taking off. So we are already 11 days into the year. 11 days. What has happened so far? You'll be surprised that not much has happened. Why? Because you are not realizing this is a personal matter. You are thinking it's us, it's us, our year, our year. Yes, it is our year of explosive growth, but this is not a corporate matter. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand of praise. So, growing is fighting stagnation. You fight being in the same place. That is what this year is all about. We are fighting to move from the same results, the same lifestyle, the same level of command, the same authority, the same everything. We are fighting to break out of that thing and get something bigger. That's what this year is all about. This year is all about getting more than what you did the previous years. You will be, you will be amazed at how people have learned to be comfortable where they are. So comfortable. Everything the same. Same routine. Wake up, do that, do that, come back, same thing. Same thing. And I've told you before, and I think it's one of my points there. Growth is not an event. Growth is a process. 
And growth happens daily. Growth is not something that happened in a specific day, at a specific time. Then you go back to your normal life. If you are not daily growing at the end of the year, when we appraise your year, there will be no growth. It is the daily engagement that produces the yearly results. What I do every day, every day, every day. You see, you play with a day because you don't understand how powerful a day is. You're thinking, I have 11 months. God says you have one day. You have only one day. That's all you have. They look, people look at the year. God looks at the day. What are you doing today? What did you do today? Because what you do today is what will affect the year. And what you do every day. So growth is not an event that happens someday. Growth is daily engagement. What I do every single day is what produces the growth. There is no tree that grows in a specific day that will put in the, the camera and say, this day at this time, this tree is going to grow. Let's watch it grow. No, whether you want it, the tree is always growing every minute. Every minute. And one day before you know it, you come, you find it's a big tree. Have you, have you seen that before? Because the tree engages the daily process. It's a daily process. Daily praying, daily doing this, daily doing that. It is that daily work that turns you into a grown-up person. So people sit around, they do nothing daily, but they're thinking that at the end of a year, something will somehow grow. So I've started tonight with the first one, which I'm going to be teaching, I think, this January. But I have 12 for every month. There'll be a different one for every month. If by the end of this year you haven't grown, leave this church. I'm telling you, find another church. Maybe this is not the right one for you. Because if these 12 keys that God has given me for every month don't change you, you are still the same after these 12 months, find another church. This one is not the right one for you. You have wasted a whole year. Because God's word must produce. And if the Bible says, so is my word that proceeded out of my mouth, it cannot return to me void, but must fulfill the purpose for which I have sent it. God is going to be sending a word this year to grow your life, to grow your finances, to grow your relationships, to grow your ministry, to grow your thinking, to grow your reasoning. So that word must change you. Refuse to remain the same. And to keep incorporating things and making it look like it's all of us. But when we check your personal life, there's no change. There has been no change. There are people listening to me now, they don't know what they're going to do this year. They have no clue. Blank. Blank. They have no clue what is going to be different this year. They say, no, we'll see. We'll just, it's, we know life comes, it, it comes as it goes. We'll see how it goes. How can you change a year like that? No goals, no objectives, nothing concrete you are chasing, nothing to at least write it down and say, by the end of this year, this must be done. There's nothing like that. How will you get there? How will you get where you are not working to? Nothing. People are just living. 
They haven't sat down and written down, this is what I'm doing this year. By the end of this year, this must be done. This must be done. This must be done. This must. They are just sitting at home waiting for another day to come and pass. Another, what type of life is this, guys? Where are you going with social life? What can you achieve with social life? Have you written down your goals? This year, by March, this will be done. By July, this will be done. By August, this must be done. Put your hands together for Jesus. That is an all-rounded life. The person has put all these things together. These are my goals for this year. I see you doing the same. Do the same. Sit down. Use the gift of your imagination and tell yourself this year, these are the things that must happen. Let me tell you something. If you don't direct your life, somebody else will direct it for you. You sit around, you don't do anything. Oh, I can't talk about a job yet. No one has hired me. If you don't talk about a job, no one will ever hire you. Right down, I'm going to get a job this year by this time. That is going to move you to a whole new level. I'm going to start my cell this year and my cell is going to multiply by this time. Those are ministry goals. You put them in place, God is going to bless you. Amen? Amen. Growth is not an event, it's a process. It happens daily. And growth is the combination of your personal efforts with divine intervention put together. In other words, for you to grow, two things must happen. God must intervene, but you also must participate. I will bless the works of your hands. I will bless the works. So for you to see growth is that you're going to work. And as you are working, I'm going to bring what you cannot bring, the blessing. And I'm going to bless the work of your hands. And that is going to close the growth. Whatever he does, prospers. Whatever he does, he must do something before prosperity, growth can come. He must do something. Whatever he does, prospers. You cannot be talking about growth. Let me tell you something. One billion multiplied by zero equals what? Huh? Let's say God brings one billion blessings. Multiply with zero activity from your side. What are we getting? So stay away from zero and minuses. Get into something that God can bless. You understand that? Sitting around doing nothing will continue to produce nothing. Because it is the blessing multiplied by nothing producing what? Nothing. For, for you to see the hand of God at work, you must work. You must work. So, I'm just going to say a few things. Remember, I'm talking about today growing by meditation or by meditating. Do you understand that? I want to show you quickly. You see, everybody, how many of you want to grow? 
Everybody wants to grow. But do you see that just because you want to grow doesn't mean you're going to grow. <laughs> there are certain things that produce growth. So this entire year I'll be teaching them. And those of you that are wise will be catching them. And you'll be applying them. And you'll be growing. We'll all be growing. Yes. Desiring to grow is not enough. Let me say this quickly to you. Growth is controlled by principles. Principles control growth. In other words, growth is not conditioned by your race. You don't grow because you are white. You don't grow because you are black. You don't grow because you are short or you are very tall. Oh, she's growing. You know, things are happening for her because she has metric. You don't grow because you have metric or you don't have metric or you have a PhD. There are certain principles that control this thing called growth. And I want to start today with principle number one. And I pray that God will give you a heart to capture what I'm teaching. Because from tonight, going through the Sunday services, every service, I will be showing you how you can grow. And I want you to realize that growth is not for the chosen few. Growth is available and accessible to everybody, including you. What I'm trying to say is that you can grow. What I'm trying to say is that you can grow. You see, the reason you can't even say amen is because you're already thinking, hey, this is not going to be easy. Another principle, growth is very painful. No, you are right. No, you are very right. There's nothing easy about growth. There's nothing easy about growth. Nothing easy. But our year of explosive what? Growth. Nothing easy about growth. That's why you guys are quiet. Because this word, this mandate, is not the type of mandate where you're just going to sit and God does it for you. This one, God blesses what? The works of whose hands? Your hands. If there are no works, there is nothing to bless. And the blessing, I told you last time, that the blessing is one of the signs of growth because the blessing causes you to multiply. The Bible says that he, the Lord blessed them and said, be fruitful, multiply, increase in number. So once the blessing of God enters your work, your things start multiplying. They, they begin to be growth. Growth starts taking place. But how does growth happen? Is that you must be doing something. And then you start seeking his blessing on that thing. Are you listening to me? Yes. So I'm not here to make you shout. I'm here. This whole year, ne, your mind is gonna, it's gonna be like this. Yeah. Some of you that have been professional lazies, la 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 lazy, lazy by profession. <laughs> like when you say, "What is your job?" I'm a lazy. My job is to be lazy. 
I wake up in the morning and I start being lazy the whole day until I die, until evening. I'm lazy the whole day. By the time this year is over, you'll be one of the most hardworking people that South Africa has ever seen. I'm telling you, I'm t this year is your year. Anyone that is ready to embrace growth will grow this year. And you will see tremendous results happening to you if you can just adjust yourself. Refuse to remain at the same place. You, it's a decision you have to make. Growth is not corporate, it's personal. We might all be hearing the same message, but it is what you do with that message that is going to produce the growth this year. Yeah, there's nothing there that we're going to change. No one goes to hell with somebody else. You go alone. Even when people die in barks, they appear alone. Come out of these jokes. Be, realize that your life is, you call it, your name, same name tells you, your fingerprint, unique, your eyes, are, you, you, are, you, you are just here. Take responsibility this year. Explosive growth is calling for taking full responsibility over the events of your life. Come out of these jokes where you are blaming your uncle, you are blaming your father, you are blaming the government, you are blaming everybody. Come out of that thing. Take full responsibility over the events of your life this year and you're going to see growth. I wonder what would have happened with Joseph if he kept blaming his father for sending him to give food to the brothers. Kept blaming his brothers for beating him and putting him in jail and for selling him. I wonder what would have happened to that guy. Take full responsibility over the growth that you want to see this year. Take full what? Full responsibility. First of all, by writing down the goals for 2019. You can never reach to a future you are not working towards. Sit down and write the goals for 2019. Write them down. Write them down. So I'm going to put the template of this at the ACC update. Just not the staff of the garbage, just the headlines. So that you have something to work with. Something that can help you as you want to write your own goals. Maybe you can say, okay, he spoke about this. Okay, what could be mine? Because this thing, we are all have, look, our lives are somehow the same. Somehow, somehow. You know, you, are, you have a personal life, ministry life, career life, you know, all those things. Write down. And place it in a place where you can see. It's going to keep you awake. You come out of these dreams. You don't know what you could have done already if you were chasing goals. But we are too tired to write goals. We just want to live day by day. We just want to live. Amen? Amen. Alright, so let's look at one of the keys of growth. One of the things that will cause you to grow. Do you understand? That if these things start happening, I'm going to grow. The first thing that I'm giving you tonight, the, the first thing that will cause growth to happen, that if you do this one, growth will be there. The word of God. The word of God. The word of God in your heart will produce growth. <laughs> the word the word. Just getting the word in you. When I came to South Africa, no job, alright? 
no papers, no house, two suitcases, I lost one, nothing. Not, look, nothing. I had only one thing, my Bible. That's all I had. I had only one thing. I had the Bible. And I had seen what the Bible had done for me so far. The word had catapulted me from Cameroon to South Africa. Magically. And I know all I need is that Bible. You play with the word. Because you don't know what the word can do. The word of God. I'm not talking about you having a Bible lying around the house. Alright? <laughs> I'm talking about the day you start realizing what the word of God is. The word of God will produce growth. The word of God will bring children. The word of God will produce houses. The word of God will bring a wife. The word of God will bring a husband. The word of God will bring disciples. The word of God will bring a church. Fill that church. Bring more churches. The word of God. Just the word of God. The word. The word. This thing you are playing with is what God used to create the whole world. His word. He didn't use any machines. He didn't use anything funny. <laughs> he used his word. He used his word. So one of the number one thing that bring growth to the life of a believer, that changes the nature of a believer, that changes the events of the life of a believer, that changes the results in the life of a believer, is the word of God. When the word of God is properly understood and the word of God begins to be well received and well eaten, ha! You're about to see something. You are looking at a product of the word of God. What you are looking right now is a product. Full product. And Kenneth Copeland says something. He said, the word of God has power in itself to bring itself to pass. That statement shook me. It said, the word of God doesn't need your help. The word of God has power in itself to bring itself to pass. All it wants is for you to believe. That's all. So I said, so I don't have to make the word work. The word works by itself. That is how I, I broke out of that life I was in. No future. You are looking at me today. Some of you even envy me. If you could see where I'm coming from, eh, you will run for your life. This is a full product of scriptures. Scripture. This thing that you are playing with. This thing that you have in your heart and you don't read. Is <laughs> what got me where I am. And it's what will take me any further than where I am right now the word the word that is the first key to grow the word must come into your world are you following what I'm saying guys the word of God must come into your world if you're going to grow 
the word of God, the pure word of God. So it means you have to start respecting God's word. Many believers don't respect the word. They don't value. To respect means to value. To hold in high regards. You respect the words of your mother or the the words of people more than the word of God. Hmm? If I was respecting the words of men, when I went to home affairs, these people told me, you are deported. Hey, I was going to believe, no, it's true. I will never be in South Africa again. I didn't respect their words. I said, you didn't bring me to South Africa. You cannot deport me from here. The person that brought me here, his name is Jehovah. He is the only one who can say my time here is over. So what you are saying there is your own stuff. I don't care about that. That's why I'm still here today. I don't even remember whether that guy is still alive. The guy who was saying to me that I'm dep- I'm, I, I must leave the country. Me, I'm still here. He's nearly dead right now in his own country. I'm still alive. Don't play with God. Don't play with God. I see a new dimension of God's word coming to you. That you begin to respect God's word. Alright? Let's look at a few scriptures and we're going to pray. Amen? Matthew 4.4 4, Jesus answered, it is written, men shall not live on bread alone, but on every word. The word of God is not for memorization and impressing your friends. The word of God is for living. Living. So the word of God is involved in your life. The word of God wants to get in your living. Your living is not an event. It's a daily thing. The word of God can cause your living to change. Your living. The word. Is what is happening to me. Every new step requires a new word. And you have to seek for it and find it. And do the work. And it will work. The word of God affects your living. The word of God affects your living. Everybody here today, you are a child of God today because of the word of God. You, you, it's not like you had some dream, some fantastic dream. It's some, you heard the word being preached. And that word has affected your spiritual living. That's what, and I want to tell you that the same word is going to affect your financial living. The same word is going to affect your educational living. The same word is going to affect your ministry living. The same word is going to affect every aspect of your living. You are the product of your word, of the word. It means you require the word to stay alive. If you are born again, it means it's the word of God who produced that. All right, so the word of God has to sustain that. Do you see why many believers don't make it? They get born again by the word. Then they stop living by the word. They start living by other means. That's why there's no more life in them. They are just religious monks. They are not actively engaging. They don't even believe in the scriptures. You see, whatever you believe, you act on. If you believe the scriptures, you read the Bible. If you really believe the scripture, you will listen to preachers. You will listen to podcasts. Oh yes. You will watch Christian television. If you believe the word. Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. These are the words of Jesus Christ. 
you are not better than Jesus. If Jesus is telling you something, you better believe it. I say, if Jesus is the one saying something, you should believe it. If this were the words of Pastor Pascal, you could have had your own opinion. But this is Jesus telling you that for you to live, the word is required. So, growth cannot happen without the word. Because growth, we're talking about your life. And your life is controlled by every word. Not so every word that comes. Not every word that came. So, God wants it to stay fresh. See, every word that comes is present tense. Not every word that came. You don't live on yesterday's word. You stop living. The word has to stay fresh in you. The word has to be a rhema word consistently. You got to get something new. Then you keep living. Then you keep moving. Your challenges are never the same. Why do you want the same word? I mean, if you check your life yesterday and today, the things are not the same. But you'll be saying, no, I read the Bible yesterday. <laughs> yesterday to today, something new, something different. Amen. Bigger challenge. You need a bigger word. Amen. A wiser challenge. You need a wiser word. Men shall not live by bread alone. By bread alone. Many people are living essentially on bread. So even this fasting is a problem. Pastor, why this fasting? Always sad. Always looking so sad and so, so finished. You are used to bread alone. Yeah. Let me give you a secret for your fasting to work. Can I give you a secret for your fasting to never go down? If you want to fast and to enjoy your fast, not to fast and enjoy your fast. Well, you are enjoying. You can't wait for six o'clock. Eh. Then you go and, and finish the fast by overeating. Even the fruit, you overeat them. Because you must fill your stomach. Let me give you a secret for your fast to work and you enjoy your fast. When you are fasting, do two things. Two powerful things that if you do them, you will not know where the energy is coming from. You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed that, that you know, you, if you'll even have a job. You'll be working, but at the same time, you have so much energy. Number one, make sure you soak yourself in the word. And what I mean by that is, by all means, get tapes and, and, and podcasts. Get a way where you can listen to the word because faith comes by hearing. Never spend a day without getting the word in. As you are sitting there, your body is tired, but you are listening. As you are listening, you'll be amazed. Your body is going to start. You see, that thing, every word that comes, as the word is coming, the word has legs. It comes. It enters you. Another word comes. It enters you. And all these words start bringing life. Life. Life start entering you. Before you know it, 
You are no more that tired. You are enjoying the message. You are enjoying the word. You know why you are so tired? Because you are not listening to any message. You are listening to news. Uh, what is this? What are these, what are these things? I'm in the word. So I'm always full of energy. The word and prayer. You got to listen to the word. You got to read the word. And you got to pray. Just be in prayer. If you are not praying, you will not be strong. Because the Bible says that they go from strength to strength. Each one of them appearing before God in Zion. So you need to appear with prayers. And as you pray, God strengthens you. You go from strength to strength. That's how you grow. That's how you become a strong Christian. Are you following what I'm saying? So we are talking about the word. You see that there. Let's quickly end this. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 2. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow. I'm showing you how your growth is connected to the word. Your growth the growth of a believer is connected to the word. Then you can quickly understand why you are not growing and why some of your disciples have never grown. Even though some of them come to church, but they are not, they, they are not in the word. Can I help you? And I think Bishop Dak said this as well. One of the first signs that you are born again, one of the first signs that shows that you are born again is that you start loving the word of God. As newborn babies, a newborn baby, when a baby is born, what does that baby need? It is your first sign that the baby is alive. All right? They do that, that little test. Bishop Dag also talks about it. You see, when the first reflex in a child is a reflex to suck. That's the first reflex. You are always after the word. You want the word. You always want to come to church. You can't wait for church time. You can't wait for the word. The word makes you happy. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Now, when the word is being preached, hey, you, everything in you is nice. You feel good. You chase the word. You make plans to listen to the word. You are born again. You are born again. You are a little baby that wants to grow. coming here and saying the prayer doesn't make you born again. It's just your first step. Hmm. And I had a vision last night. We were all entering to heaven. I'm telling you. It was something else. Everybody was running. I was running too. Hey! I was running and the door was there. A lot of light. And the door was the cross of Jesus Christ. The cross was the, the door. Last night the dream I had and an angel was, he looked like a man. He was just there. When you come, he'd say, enter. When you come, he'd say, enter. And I was coming also. I said, Lord Jesus, this is my time. This is my time. And I'm going to enter. And, I'm gonna... and I saw myself entering. And I entered. <laughs> hey! I was in. It was light all over. But you know what's my greatest surprise? When we were all in there, 
another guy who was already inside. I don't know how, what happened. He found himself outside. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. He was inside with us in that light. You know, it was a strange building. He was there. The next thing, we see him down there. Crawling like this. Crawling down. Because it was steep like this. You can't, it's steep. He's crawling down. And say, hey, what happened? He was in. I'm still praying to understand that one. Last night, I'm not saying a few years ago, I said last night, this is something that happened to me last night. One of the things that will happen to you when you really start getting in fast, your dreams are going to change. Your dreams are changing in the name of Jesus. I say your dreams are changing. In Jesus' name. Desire the milk of the word. The milk of the word. Desire the, you must desire the word, my brother. If you will grow this year, the word must enter you. The word must start entering us if we're going to grow this year. The word cannot be an option for a growing believer. The word of God, you need to have podcasts. Like you need to make your own arrangements. You need to be serious. You need to make your own plans how I'm going to get the word in my life. I have all types of words. I have video, video, audio, I have audio books. I have all kinds of things. I, I must always have the word around me. Do you understand? I have audio Bibles. I have all kinds of things to ensure that I'm surrounded with the word. I have books and I'm downloading more books as I'm talking to you right now. I want the word around me. I don't know about you, but I believe the word of God. And the word of God can cause you to grow. Amen? I see you growing this year in Jesus' name. You are growing this year. Give, your, give the Lord a hand of praise. We hope you've enjoyed today's message. To experience our services live, join us every Sunday morning from 9 a.m. at a Life State Church Sun City, located near Cornerstone Academy. Hope to see you soon. Remember, you're alive to give life.